Previously on Live at 605. And they look at you and go, uh, Come home with me. Why are they snorting? <laughs> Get over here. <laughs> no. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. It's a very sleepy and cold podcast. Yeah. Episode number 10 of season 11, Whoa. I believe. We only got two left after this week's bad boy episode. Yep. And uh, I feel like today is like <laughs> we're in the home stretch when I usually get a little bit tired and it's like, you know, all these crazy things have happened to us. Correct. And it's like, I need to take a break from getting podcast stories and just like <laughs> not live a life. No, I remember we've always said it is like, does the world just feel like giving us stories? So we have content for the podcast or do we have actually the most ridiculous lives? Well, even today, it's like we had a super busy day out all day, yeah. seeing family, this and that. And all we were so like hangry when we got home, hungry, angry. Totally. I was like, okay, I guess we'll just do a sub. They didn't even have any of the kind of bread we wanted. They didn't have any sub. bread. But do you see how easy it is to get Subway stories? Because you always make fun of me and my Subway stories. Oh, I see that you can try and make anything a Subway story. You know you're just as upset when you couldn't get that uh, yeah, flatbread. Not, I didn't want the flatbread. I wanted Italian Parmesan. Oh. Well, anyways, regardless, we, uh, we're coming off a high of a very good last week episode. Yeah. Some really good listener feedback. We'll get into very that a little bit later on. Very good listener feedback. But uh, before we get into this week's episode, why don't we uh, give out all the contact information? Yes, please. My Insta game is on fleek this week. Yeah, good week. I had a good week. So if you want to follow me and check out some of the cool shit we've done, it's Val Gomez 23 I actually didn't get to take any pic collages from last night's adventures. Oh, yeah. That's right. We'll talk about last night and what mm-hmm. we did and why we're maybe a little bit sleepy this afternoon as yeah. well. Uh, did you post anything good on Instagram this week? Um, yes, from the seven years. And how many likes did you get on that? Ooh, on Facebook about 40-something. I think you got 50-plus. Ooh, and then on Instagram I think I got like 10-something. Just 20? I think so. Uh, you can follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram on this side. I'm at Camp. Twitter game was pretty strong this week. I, I would like to say this. Mm. You know how the Drake meme, how his new cover came out and you can like put tiny drake sitting on things yeah i was the first person i checked twitter i checked the internet i went everywhere you, went, you checked everywhere i checked the whole the internet twitter, twitter and, and the internet if it's not on twitter it doesn't exist <laughs> i checked twitter instagram and like the whole dark net internet i went to okay. some sketchy sites obviously i was the first person now everyone did it the for even before he, he the man himself <laughs> did i put tiny drake on jose batista's bat flip on twitter <laughs> i made the picture why don't you Copyright them. I did. I put at Malenkamp on the picture. Did anyone steal it? Well, other people did it, um, but I was the first to do it on the whole internet. Okay, you guys heard it here first. John Malin was the first one to take Mini Drake and put him on, on different. On, no, I would pop t- culture things. No, not to put on different pop culture things. I was the first one to put on Batista's bat flip. Oh, okay. Everyone, even Batista, did it like three days after me. Whoa. I'm a trendsetter. Obviously. And I got maybe one retweet for the twit. To, for the tweet. Maybe <laughs> that that's a five retweet post. Okay, okay. And on Instagram I didn't post shit cuz you guys <laughs> you guys still don't deserve my Instagram just yet. <laughs> just yet. I'm okay. waiting so but I I uh facebook.com/live at 605 strong week this week on uh Facebook group. Lots mm-hmm. of people liked our pictures. 
I posted a video of a crazy drunk white girl at the Blue Jays game. Which that was I, insane. I talked about that a little bit later on. Uh, yeah, and I posted a status this week, which got me about 40 damn likes, which was pretty good. Uh-oh, except you got flack on yesterday at the bar. Oh, yeah. We... hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe should we save that for when we get into yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, okay. totally. Uh, what do people do on iTunes? iTunes, here's looking at you, and I'm going to call out super fans right now. Because they ain't super fans again until exactly. they do this. Here's looking at you, Pops Malin, Becca Tavares, Heather Scrivens. I'm looking at you three lovely folk we tend to encounter yeah. at least once a week to do an iTunes shout-out. So what yeah. do you do on iTunes, you three? You drop us a comment on our iTunes page while you subscribe because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. And that's how we get into the iTunes news and noteworthy. That's how we got into the hot list on iTunes. Yeah. And that's how we'll get into the top-rated charts. Oh. So more people will download us. And there's more incentive for us to want to do this podcast. Exactly. So, yeah, we're, I'm looking for some reviews this week <laughs> before we go away to Bahamas, hopefully. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's all the, the simple ways to get in t- contact with our totally. asses. How you feeling today? I feel so zonked. There are days, I was saying this to Miranda when we were coming um, home last night in the Uber or whatever, but it's one of those things where, and maybe it is the weather, like, I just put our heating on, it's the first day of May, right? Yeah, like, yeah. you cannot actually fathom how cold it is right now in Toronto, um, I'm in jeans, a sweater, and a t-shirt in our apartment with the heating on. Right. Um, to be fair, John is in shorts and a t-shirt, so I might just be getting sick. And long socks. And long socks. But I, um, I am so tired. <laughs> like, maybe the weeks of hangout and yeah. working late and partying have all caught up to my old self. This is true. There are no spring chickens anymore. Nah. Uh, so why don't we get into this? We, um, well, first before we get into this... We should see if last week's episode was Pops Malin approved or not. Hi. So why don't we get into some of that Podfather music that we love <laughs> so much. I, I almost need you to take this one. So let's set the stage. Friday, we're walking home from work. Mm-hmm. My uh, Apple Watch starts going crazy, which means I'm getting a phone call. Yeah. Get the call. It's the Podfather himself, yeah. Pops Malin. And he's asking how it's going. He's like, oh, are you next to Val? I was like, yeah. He's like, let me talk to her. I'm like, all right. Which still scares the shit out of me. Every time you pass me the phone and one of your parents wants to talk to me, I feel like my parents are going to vote to yell at me. Right. Right? And I know your parents would never do that, or nor have ever done that, Um, but I was still like, hello. So what was he saying? He was so excited about life about this podcast. Really? He said, he's like, guys, you know... You haven't brought your game in a couple of weeks, you know, doing Ooh, podcasts. Dropping, dropping truth bombs. I know, truth bombs. You know, doing podcasts at one in the morning. He's like, no, you're working late and everything. But he's like, some of these stories this week, Val, those were really good. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm so glad that our silly shenanigans that happened to us provide a source of amusement. So your dad was very enthusiastic about this last week's podcast. Yeah, when I was talking to him, he said he gives it two very, very big thumbs up. Yeah. He said he liked the Coca-Cola story, but yeah. I was trying really hard not to sound uber racist. He also loved the 605 remote and was commenting on really? the wedding content. Um, and he was just like, I can't believe that happened to you guys. And then you still went out right afterwards. Exactly. So I'm looking at my notes. He said two big thumbs up, but then he took away half of a thumb. Bye. Because he said he really did not enjoy this uh, last week's band of the week. So you're saying I could have gotten an A plus on this assignment. If right. I chose a better song. If you chose a better song. Right now I'm sitting at an A-. minus. Who would have thought my dad would not have liked a song by a guy named Skepta 
from the uh, London boroughs making grime music. <laughs> These bands of the week, they're not always for everybody. No, he did they're say, even not for me sometimes. True. But he did like the week before his band of the week, which was uh, Ed Sharp. So it would have been an A plus yeah. if we uh, played that last week. Yeah. But he was very happy. So last week's episode of Live at 605 was officially Pops Mallon approved. Damn, dog. That was officially Pops Mallon approved. Oh, should we get into the sponsorships? Oof. I know you technically, we technically had one from today, but I also had one written down that I had a separate sponsor. Okay, you, whatever you want. Let's go with, we'll do mine first just because it happened earlier and then we can leave. Shocking. Well, I can't. Okay. I can never say let me do something first because I always get the exact same. You I should, always actually say let me do something first. I should do a ding every time you say shocking. Okay, go. Well, I don't want to. That's more work for me, which is where you would say. Shocking. Exactly. Um, so I was on uh, perusing through social media the other day. and I was on, I was on perusing. <laughs> Perusing is a uh, is a website now. So I was on Facebook, and did, <laughs> what's so funny? I'm tired. I you were gonna say like some like very hidden website. You're like I was perusing dot 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 Facebook. <laughs> so you were on Facebook. I was just trying to sound smart. It's like when I said I said Puerto. I was trying to say Puerto Rico, but I said Puerto Rica. <laughs> and I was like, what is that? I was like, I'm tired. <laughs> Leave me alone. Don't make me think I'm going crazy. <laughs> so I was perusing Facebook. And let me know if you see this. I'm sure you do. And let me know if it bugs you. I'll let you know why it bugs me. Are you asking me or the listeners? Everybody. Oh, okay. I'm just getting you ready so you can get involved. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm handing you a, a, a softball. Okay. And let's see if you can hit at least a, a two-run double. Avi. So someone on Facebook, who I didn't know, just wrote like, Hey, everyone, if... If so you're, it's a boy. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> of your man. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. <laughs> it basically, I wish I saved the status, but it was no. like, hey, everyone, if you're reading this status, it's mean, it means you're not a complete idiot, and I kept you, and I didn't delete I didn't delete you from no the cutting. No way. So you know what? It bugs me when people delete, let's say they do like a, a Facebook purge, and they delete 50 people off Facebook. Yeah. Don't fucking Ow. write me and say... Hey, you guys made the cut. You're so special because you made like Jim Blossom's yeah. Facebook. It's like, who gives you know? Jim Blossom. I don't know. Till I hear it from you. That's uh, that's a copywritten song. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but it just bugs me when people. It's it's again people just having a reason to hear their own voice. Like you made my cut. You're so special. It's like I don't give a fuck. I if, also if I just made it. okay. So you know my stance on self-deprecating Facebook posts. I'm yeah. not a fan of them. But it's also like if you deleted me off Facebook, what's the point? So are you happy that you want people to write you back and say, "Oh man, I'm so glad I made the cut," because the people who you cut would obviously not see you anymore. Exactly. Right? It's, so it's like, that's so sad. I, I don't know. I just think the whole concept is so sad. It's like pity likes where people are like, oh my God, I'm so glad I made it, this or that. Yeah. I Sympathy just, likes are the worst. They are. But it's... Um, Although we both posted statuses. Were those like what? beg me statuses? I never really beg me status. I don't know. Was our one on Thursday both beg me statuses? No, because you're allowed to gloat. <laughs> Just don't write so about... no humility is what we're saying. Arrogance is allowed. Well, oh, let, let me write back to you, um, uh, Larry. Oh, thank you, Larry, for not deleting me off your Facebook. So I think, okay, and your so, interesting posts about, you know, click here. You'll never believe what number seven means. But you know what I'm talking about? It's 
Maybe it's just me who it annoys. No, no, but... no. I was going to say, I think there's, like, certain types of social media individuals. There are the people who like to post self-deprecating things on Facebook because they want the sympathy vote. It's like, oh, I was walking to a picnic and a bee stung my arm. Guess what? I got stung by a bee last year. <laughs> I didn't tweet about it. Right? There's the people who have to post every single thing that happens in their lives. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. So it's like, to me, and I said this, like, we were debating this at work on Friday. It's like the people who take pictures right when they're in, like, the delivery room, like, 10 seconds, like, literally, like, live tweeting their pregnancy. Oh. Freaks me out because I think it's, like, a private thing. If you go back to season two, the episode where my dad was on the podcast, yeah. I don't remember the exact but I remember saying uh, someone on Facebook was, like, literally, like, we just cut the mucus and yeah, biblical not, cord, no, and, like, here's no, a picture no, 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 of him. No, no, like, no. get the fuck out of here. Then there, I feel like there's other people who, like, Facebook use it for, like, party invites and, like, yeah. evites for shit and, like, checking birthdays and yeah. stuff like that. I feel like I'm a little bit in that yeah. brain, but then but it's also, like, look, just scoping out life on other people. It's, yeah, it's, it goes back to, like, how do, if I haven't seen or talked to you since high school, yeah. if I know your whole life. I mean, it, I don't mind if you if you won a poetry slam contest, like Whoa. Def Jam poetry. Cool, post about that. It's why, like, us saying, like, uh, seven-year anniversary, like, we do cool shit, but we're better than you. Like, I'll post something like that. <laughs> but I don't care. I, I don't post stuff like that, <laughs> no. to say. But it's like, guess what? I used to have uh, well over 200 friends on Facebook. Yeah. I scaled down to 213 because one of my favorite rap bands is called 213. Okay. You know who's in 213? No, John. Snoop Dogg, Warren G, and the Late Nate Dog. Oh, okay. So I always like uh, 213. Oh, okay. But did you see me ever post like, hey, guys, you made the cut, so come, like, kiss my no, asshole right now. No, no, no. So. Don't say that anymore. It's a funny word. I don't like it. Kiss my ass is not that funny. It's kind of mean, but kiss my asshole is funnier. No. I, you're lucky you made it to seven years. Cause oh, I'm that, lucky. That shit would literally make me dump your ass. Well, that would be my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So, okay, the other sponsorship we have from this week happened today, and I'm not going to come out and say the whole thing, but I will say a portion of it. We should just say, like, last week's episode of uh, Silicon Valley, Rigby? Yeah, Rigby. Rigby, basically, mm-hmm. it means, like, instead of always having to say something nice first and then, like, to demean someone out, Rigby. Yeah. Richard is a great guy, but... Yeah. So, so it's like, I'll say NWA. Just NWA. NWA. And for those of you guys who know NWA, you'll get the reference when I start telling Think the story. Think back to one of their biggest songs. So, today in Toronto, this is May Sunday, May 1st, um, and it's the start of spring, there are a lot of different marathons happening around the city. There is also a lot of subway closures happening around the city. And so the one thing is, and I'll put this out there, John and I aren't marathon runners. Oh. We've never run a 5K. We haven't even adventured to try and register for a 5K. But guess what? If you run a 5K and you complete it, post about it. I'll post look at that. I might I like it. I it. But if you run it, don't finish it, don't post about it. Don't post about it. So either way, we also didn't check the news before we left today to go drive to Oakville. And so where we have to be is basically on one of the major highways leaving Toronto, which is the Gardner. And so at this point, it's about 9 or 10 o'clock, 10 in the morning, and we're supposed to be in Oakville for 11. And all of a sudden, we're like, why is everyone backed up so much? 
We are basically two blocks away from the merge point yeah. of the highway. And so we're like, what is going on? What is going on? There's some traffic coming north. We're yeah. going south. But then we're like, oh, my God, it's the Good Life um, Marathon. Yeah. Which I should know better about because my boss is actually running in it. It's like a 30K oh, cool. thing, which is amazing. But I totally forgot. I also didn't know the route. So this marathon is going across Front Street. Yeah. Which is actually like the worst location because it actually blocks almost five entrances to the highway. For sure. So I don't understand it. So NWA. NWA. NWA fully watching this happen at the intersection of Jarvis and Front Street. The, these two There's NWA, some author, authority, authorities. Authorities. Authority, people with authority. People with authority are like literally hanging out in the intersection. The lights are still changing. We'll just call them traffic conductors. Traffic conductors. Not conducting much traffic. Right? They're not doing anything. I don't understand how if nobody is running through the intersection, they're not letting the flow of traffic continue. Right. It's like you at this point, I'm going to assume the finish line is the exhibition place. Mm-hmm. That's Just what I'm that assuming. Seems like a place where people would rally, but there's nobody going through these intersections yet. These traffic conductors are not letting anyone through. Nope. However, like after waiting about 15 minutes in, one traffic conductor who got a little smart, the guy who was conducting traffic to go north into the city, yeah. started letting people go through when there was no runners. He would let like five, six cars go. Meanwhile. Maybe one car got to one go south, which is where we're trying to go. go. South. So we're like, what the shit is this? So I just don't understand. Like, this is where I'm like, I know everyone feels their job is the worst and everyone gets a bad rap and like bike NWAers don't yeah. get the most respect or whatever. But I just don't understand the logic behind running a marathon that literally blocks any exit out of the city. Yeah. Like, with no actual traffic conductors yeah. to actually mitigate the amount of car pileup in the city. There's definitely gaps between people running and across the streets. Like, they could have easily, when there was a bit of a gap, like, say, a 30-second gap, let some cars go, just stop the one person running for a totally. second. Like, running? Fuck that. People they were all walking. Ju- and I know, I'm not I, saying I could do any better. No. You saw me run around Queens Park. Barely made it halfway. That's true. Right? So it's not But this should be a better way to conduct the flow of traffic. I agree. NWA style. So. So is that your sponsorship? Yeah. That's your sponsorship of the week? Yeah. Sponsorship of the week. Alright, so this week I guess we're we're just going to talk about all the craziness that happened this week. I have also one article too. You got an article? Yeah. Why don't we tell a story or two and then we'll get into your article. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think. Can I tell you what happened while I was waiting for the streetcar this week? Sure. And, um, okay, so I, I forget what day this was. Maybe Monday Monday or Tuesday. The streetcars have been pretty bad. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I find when I leave at a certain time for work, mm-hmm. I'll always just catch the streetcar. If I leave even five minutes later than yeah. I usually do, it's like an eight-minute wait for the streetcar. Well, that's how I feel in the morning. It's like it'll either be, like, the needle will... F- uh, swing one way and it's like the subway is totally packed or if I leave like at 8.17 it'll be like purely empty yeah so I left on time and I get take the subway down get to Union and I'm waiting for the streetcar and it's packed with people I'm able to kind of get my way to the front but it says it's an 8 minute wait for either of the streetcars yeah. which I'm like oh fuck fantastic and then as I'm waiting there's people piling up behind me behind me 
and I'm listening to music, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I just kind of hear some loud chatter from some ladies standing next to me. Mm-hmm. They looked like people who were in high school, like maybe 16, 17 years old. I'm like, okay, it's probably the people who go to high school across the street from where I work. Okay. That's Three- a high school? Uh, it's more of like a delinquent a, center. I was like, isn't it a community center? It's like it breeds assholes who go there uh, because kids who go there like have yelled. I've heard them yell at the streetcar conductors calling them cunts. Oh, uh, why did you have to say that? <laughs> why couldn't you just say the C word? The C word? Yeah. Say it's a podcast. I want to see your reaction. <sighs> Someone somewhere will be laughing at it, I'm sure. Somewhere, somewhere, most people will be disgusted. <laughs> and if they aren't, I don't want to be their friend. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so... These three ladies sitting next to me, and they're just, like, loud, talking loudly, whatever. But then just the stuff they started saying was so ridiculous. Okay. Like what? So, for instance, they're talking, talking. The one girl's like, oh, God, I just got my period. Why do you say keep saying stories that disgust me? Because that's the story that she I said. I don't want to hear this in, ex- This is context, though. This Ugh. is 8.30 in the morning. I don't even like my own bodily fluids. Yeah, so you don't want to hear it Sunday at 7.30 p.m. Imagine hearing it Monday, 8.30 a.m. Why isn't your Why isn't your music loud enough? Because I wanted to hear what they were saying. I turned it off. Because it was funny. Because it's podcast stories. Okay. So it went from that being like, "Do you have a tampon? I need tampon." Ew, no, okay, that's that's the sense. I don't want to hear anymore. No, this none of it is worse than that. Okay. But I'm just saying this is the context of what they're saying, Ugh. and they're not whispering like, "Oh my god, I got no. this." Can you? They're like loud and proud. I'm like, all right. Okay. One of them went to start just like rapping trap music, like Young Jeezy type music, like loudly rapping, which mm-hmm. is I thought was interesting. And then they were clearly late for school. And it's like, again, delinquents go to the school. I'm not just saying it. Like some people who just, they look like trouble. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh my God, we're going to be so late. We got to call an Uber. We got to call an Uber. And this mm-hmm. one lady was one of the girls was so persistent in calling the Uber. Mm-hmm. But they are also underground. And I don't think they got how it worked. Because they did, they put in Union Station, but if you're an Uber driver, yeah. it says, just says Union Station. I know. It's like, where are you in Union? But by the time they wanted to call their Uber, mm-hmm. it said one minute left for the streetcar. Aww. So then they ended up calling the Uber. Yeah. I don't think they put a, a very good spot. And then as they're getting ready to run away, like they're trying to push through people to leave, the streetcar comes. Can you elbow them? No, because they were kind of behind me. Uh, and then they eventually... Eventually, they're like, oh, no, the streetcar's here. What do we do? And then they don't even cancel the Uber. They're just like, oh, let's just get on and fuck oh, the no. Uber. Do you get fined if you don't? Well, you lose like $5, I think. Okay. So then they jump on the streetcar. Okay. And here I was thinking that they were going like to where I was going, which is kind of far away. They went one goddamn stop, <laughs> which is still underground. What? Like the first stop uh, yeah. from Union, it's still underground. That's so weird. But that's one of the other things that bugs me about not just those people, but people who take the streetcar. Half the people who pile on the streetcar take it the one stop. To go to the Harborfront Center? Yeah, but no, the, the Harborfront Center is te- technically two stops. What it the takes hell's you. the first stop? The then? first stop is like it's still Young Street or whatever. It's okay. like Young and I don't know. Wow, people are lazy. And I'm not just saying what, like, loads of people do this and yeah. it pisses me off. They pile on to go one stop, which is about a 20 yeah. second commute. Yeah. But I'm like, why do these girls need to. Wait eight minutes. It would take you less than five minutes to walk there. I don't know. But just the things people who don't, like, have inside voices or commuter voices. Yeah. To me is just a little bit crazy. Okay. What? Is that not? No, it's totally fair. You would say something if you saw these people. I put my headphones on louder. But don't, when you hear people saying, like, crazy stories, don't you want to listen to it sometimes? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I just, like, I find these days and, like, 
my workmates can attest to this. I am like headphones on in a, such a zone right. these days. And like for the most part, I feel like when I'm commuting anywhere outside of the morning, I'm with you. Right. So if I'm not wearing headphones, we'll more most likely listening. Yeah. That's if people are having weird or dumb or interesting conversations, I usually like to listen to them. Because if, lo- if you're talking loud enough. Oh, yeah. You're like asking to be heard. It's like, but, yeah. But the shitty thing is, it's like you always want to make sure you're not changing your facial expression. Oh, I don't know. Sometimes. Yeah, I know. It's true. Because you never know if people are watching you watching them. And you don't want to get shanked by like a 15-year-old girl. Exactly. Yeah. So that was my, that's my only community story. Like how story. you got yelled at outside the Justin Bieber concert. Oh my God, in Washington? Yeah, when those like 15-year-old girls sassed you. We are in Washington walking down the street. A Justin Bieber concert had just ended. Outside the Verizon Center. And there was like six girls walking on the sidewalk. They all, were a little hood. They, they, were, they were some hood rats. And they were all holding like each other's hands. Yeah. So it's like there's no way to get past them. Because no. they were blocking the whole sidewalk. And I, don't, I think I just w- tried to walk through them. Or yeah, I couldn't even move. It was like Red Rover, Red Rover. Oh, we do not call John yeah. over. The chick's like, bitch, what you doing to me? Get the fuck out of here. And she was like 15 and just coming from Justin Bieber and I was fucking shitting myself. She was like all hair and legs too. I was like dying of laughter. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is going to happen. This chick is going to fight John. And I'm like, I couldn't do anything. I was going to go to the middle of the street. <laughs> so funny. So ch- girls be crazy sometimes. Anyone can be crazy. <laughs> yes, anyone Girls, can. guys, dogs, aliens. <laughs> all these things. All these things I've done. Yes. But uh, so that, that was my one story I had. That's a good one story. What else happened this week? What else happened this week? Um, Do you want to talk about your article you have now? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. So, okay, hold on. Let me go to the text message. So I feel like this is also equally appropriate for you. Um, we, we're at work, and I don't know how we started talking about this, but um, Daryl, Mariah, myself, and David, I believe, we're talking about the science of making friends, or like, is it easy to make friends in your 30s? Okay. So how do you feel about that? Because I know you're a big believer, and you have your exact amount of friends, and you don't need any more. No, what I believe is when I'm, by the time I'm 30, if not 25, I know who I want to be friends with. Right. So if there's like some, if there's someone I kind of like, but his friends are assholes. Yeah. And they get drunk and they pick fights with people. It's like, guess what? I'm not going to be friends, obviously, with that dick. Yeah. I'm not going to be friends with you because your friend's an asshole. But do, okay, do you feel like some friends, like our friend Lou of the podcast, he has this group of friends he calls the urban family. Okay. And so they're all really smart, really like accomplished people, but super down to earth. Yeah. But they're friends of friends that he really wants to be part of the main group. Okay. Okay. And so he's like, holy shit, how do I make friends with these people? Right. And so I'm like, okay, do you ever feel like that when we meet cool people or you're like, God, I got to get into that social ring? Yeah, sometimes. I, I will say, I feel like it, it's always hard. It doesn't matter if you're... 10, 20, 30, 60. I think it's hard to make friends. Right. Especially when, when the older you get, people are established and have enough, have their group of friends. Totally. So I feel like it's, like, I'm a little nervous to make friends with my softball league. I know, but you're going to be so sweet. Yeah, I'm so can excited I, for that. Can I just say my dream I had last Go. night real quick that freaked me Go. out? So as I mentioned last week, I signed up for a softball league. And I signed up as a free agent, still a free agent, looking to see mm-hmm. who. I'm assuming I'm going to a team that's all friends. So we'll <laughs> see if they like me or not. I had a dream last night that was the first day of softball, mm-hmm. and you and I drove there. And actually, it wasn't just you and I. Like, I, all these friends came out. I'm like, why are you guys coming out? You guys didn't want to start a baseball league with <laughs> me. You, you want to watch me? And I got there, and you're like, oh, shit. What, what team are you on? Like, let me check my phone to yeah. see what team I'm on. 
I was like, oh, I'm on the so-and-so team. Oh, the game was two hours ago, and I missed my first game of my dream. Don't worry. That won't happen. I won't let it happen. No, so. Okay, so we were talking about this, and then um, Daryl was like, oh, do you feel like it's hard to make friends when you're older? And I said no, and everybody went like, obviously. Obviously. And then some of the people. You make friends with a pet rock. I know. So he sent me this article, and it was like super funny. So it's like, hold on. Um, and we just, like, all kind of read it together. So it's, like, the science of making friends, and it's in the Wall Street Journal. Okay. And so it's, like, describing how this one person was, like, dating and, like, dating a bunch of people. But then she realized, she's like, no, I just want to make friends in my 30s. Like, okay. you know, whatnot. And she said it was, like, really, really hard because there's always a stigma that there might be something wrong with you as, like, a dating person. Okay. So it's hard to transition into a friend. Right. Right? And so they said, hold on, and I quote, where is it? There's five steps to... They said, this person, and I don't know how sometimes some of these articles get written, just how I think things like life coaches are a little bit lofty. Yeah. So they said, there are five steps... To starting a friendship in your 30s. Ready? Yeah. Finding a friend is a lot like dating. Step number one. Friends lead to friends. Welcome in these bridge friends. Do you agree or disagree? What's a bridge friend? I guess a bridge friend would be like Lou's urban family scenario where it's like a friend of a friend to get to the gold. So like I have to welcome them in or they have to welcome me in? Yeah. So it's like let's say I'm friends with... Daryl, yeah. and you really like Daryl, but yeah. you have to get through me to get to Daryl, right. so I'm the bridge. Okay, but we're dating, so that shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> so you can hang out with Daryl, don't Yeah. Okay, I next agree. one. Number two, don't limit yourself to people who are just like you. John, but I'm so awesome. <laughs> I want to go hang with people who aren't like me. Isn't that the point? No, I want to be with people who are always like me. Why? None I- of our friends are like you. No, it's uh no, it's true. I can't really stand myself, so I I should probably hang with out with, with people who aren't anything like me. Okay, don't number three, don't expect too much too soon. I'm always expecting stuff though, <laughs> but no, it takes time to make friends. This goes back to a uh, friend at work, Rocco, who's like the nicest guy ever. Yeah. And when he first started working with us, yeah, I was like, I'm not having it. I'm not liking you. you because I thought he was like putting on too much trying to be too nice mm-hmm. then I just realized he was just like the nicest coolest dude I know so sometimes yeah take it slow much like dating <laughs> okay next one be open and share about yourself how do you feel about communicating your feelings uh, how often do I share my troubles with you never <laughs> um, no but if, if this isn't me then yeah obviously share stuff and it is nice to share so okay wait I have a question when you and the guys get together, do you guys actually have... Hell a, no. What do you guys actually talk about? Sports, drinking, fucking music, fucking... Fucking music and fucking... Drinking, fucking... Music. It's like dot, 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 music. Here's the thing. <laughs> if I'm If I'm newly friends with someone, we've yeah. been friends for two and a half weeks, yeah. I don't want to know your troubles just yet. It's still the honeymoon phase. <laughs> How? does it take for people to to get to like to be able to get down and dirty with me yeah four years are you serious <laughs> maybe not four years but i don't want you on the second week of hanging out like we've been playing squash for six days 
Don't tell me that you might be getting a divorce from your wife. Whoa. Not that early on. Because okay. you're gonna you're gonna run me away and I'm gonna be like, why don't you have like someone closer to tell this to? See, I feel like I don't know if I'm a good listener, but I feel like people tell me their shit you're very really good quickly. And so I will say Clearly um, you're a good listener because I always interrupt you. Yes, <laughs> you do. I think it's one of those things where um yeah, you don't wanna give too much out, but at the same time, it always makes me laugh when I used to come back from being out with the girls and you're hanging with the guys and I feel like you, Dan and Sean would talk consistently about like sports, the darkness, and big wreck. Yeah. Those are like the same like but it would be like nothing has changed with the bands. So it's like, <laughs> what are you actually talking about? It's like, oh remember that one song, you know, Under the Lighthouse by Big Wreck? I just found this one. No, I know what you're saying. It's guys, not all guys, not all girls, mm-hmm. but a lot of guys sometimes just don't want to. I remember one time I got real drunk with them and I told them some things. About me? No. What did you tell them? Well, I can say it on the podcast. Tell me later. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> right? Can't be dropping my uh, secrets to these people. I was going to say, because we're, we're, although I'm not really a phone person anymore either, but because we weren't texting when we first started dating. Did you hate talking on the phone with me for long hours of time? No, because About I'm, your feelings? No, because I emotions? felt close to you as a spiritual being. Being or being? Being. <laughs> I can't pronounce words as good as you sometimes. Like Puerto Rico. <laughs> Listen, sassy pants over here. Hello. Okay. You're losing a friend tonight. No. Okay, the last one. Don't make me make a Facebook status about you. Okay, the last one. Follow up. One call or outing isn't enough. You need to keep pursuing one that seems like it has good potential. Uh, it's like I don't if I if I make a new friend if I make a friend on this softball league. Yeah. And he calls me after like a, four days after a game. Yeah. Like why the hell are you calling me? Are you serious? Don't call me. I don't want to talk on the phone. You can Why te- did he text you? You know, he can text me. Who the fuck's calling you? That's Don't what I- that said, though. Okay, but that, that's obviously written from, like, the realm of, like, an old yeah. person with a landline. True. No, that's... It's 2016. Let's mm-hmm. become friends the way we should mm-hmm. via social media, via text message, and by me not telling you anything that really bugs me in life. <laughs> Keeping it surface level. You're all about surface level, eh? Well, I'm also trying to, like, entertain people obviously. right now. Obviously. Like, okay. But, uh, no, I got friends. I'll tell them some shit. <laughs> if they need to hear it. So, I just found it funny because I'm like, you never know. Um, like, I read this one website a lot. And it was like, right after I was laid off, I read it a ton. Which one? It's called lifehack.com. Check it out. They do, like, really great, like, inspirational quotes. There's, like, fitness advice, like, apps you should check out. Different things to help you with your finances. It's just, like, an all-around, like, help. But, like, a very broad fun website for like a morning read right and so when they do lists it's like how to be your best self in five easy steps right i take that and i'm fine with it when i read this article about like how to make friends in your yes what are you busting my chops for i think it's so ridiculous because i think it's like we just came up on our seven year anniversary Mm. and so we were thinking about life like if certain things didn't work a certain way would we have ended up together yeah let's get into that a little bit later on we'll get into that a little bit later on more in detail but to me it's like if i had to go back and start dating again i would be i feel like oh i would just shoot my nuts off right now (laughs) 
Right. Shoot him clear off. No, I feel like it would just be the same story you and I had. It'd be like finding a band that we had in, I had in common with somebody and just talking about that. Yeah. And then I'd lie and say... Don't I replace liked, me over no, here. No, and then I would lie and say, I liked a band that guy like, just like I did with you, and yeah. then research everything about them. Well, there you go. Exactly. But no, it's like, just don't force it. If you're friends with someone, it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't even remember the last new friend I made, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. But, I mean, I'm going to be nice. I'm nice. Mm-hmm. I'm a nice to person. But I always wanted to see, like, can I write articles like this? Like, top five things to make a new friend in your 30s. Yeah. I don't know why my voice just cracked there, but... Anyways. But I yeah, like I that. thought that was a hilarious that, article. That is a hilarious... It's, <laughs> yeah, some of those points... That's why I was busting their balls. And it's also, like, these points just sound like you're trying to date a person. That's like, what I, I mean. It sounds like difference. it's dating. It's st- That's the one thing we said. We're like, I don't see how this is any different than if you're trying to date somebody. Because I guarantee you the person who wrote that article... Six months earlier, I wrote an article how five easy steps to date someone, mm-hmm. and he was lazy and had no idea, so he just changed everything from how to date to how to become <laughs> friends. Just to get a second paycheck? Exactly. Done. So, I like that. What else happened this week? What the hell did we do Monday? Monday, fun day. We did the podcast. Mm-hmm. Tuesday. Worked. Yeah. Wednesday, we met You got up. the call. I got the call. Another baseball-related story. So, I got... A message from your boy Puff Batty over there, and he just said he uh, he came into two tickets to the Blue Jays game that night and mm-hmm. wanted to know if I wanted to go with them. Mm-hmm. So I said absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like I was hoping that they would win because I didn't pick this game at all. Yeah. And as we all know, when I pick games, whether it's baseball or hockey or whatever it is, mm-hmm. they always lose. Mm-hmm. So since someone else picked the game for me, I was like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And you, me, and him ended up meeting up for dinner beforehand. On the hoop. The hoops back hoops. seven years ago. Hoops, hoops patio, um, which is crazy because this was our first patio of the year. Yeah. Right? It was fucking freezing. Well, when I got there, the lady said there's no room inside. So she's like, you want to sit on the patio? I was like, sure. Sleepy over there. I know. I was like the longest yawn ever. She seemed like a bit of a skis, though. It, we've had some bad luck with, well, poor slow service this week. We'll yeah. get into the other one later on. But it was interesting, as usual, sitting on a patio downtown Toronto. There was a hobo I wrote down who came by asking if he could collect money for the Marijuana and Booze Association. <laughs> Which you have to applaud for honesty, though. Yeah, anytime they're honest about it, I'm yeah. still not going to give you money because... Why? Because you're just going drink it, to drink it away. Yeah, I guess so. There was that, and then there was... I guess there was a Who concert. Mm-hmm. And then there was this chick trying to sell t-shirts next to the patio. For the who. And it, she, she had some, like, flea-ridden t-shirt that she's, like, waving yeah, up and down by me and my food. Yeah, a little nasty. But, like, the guy beside us, who was, like, the biggest who fan ever, he basically gave up, like, his life savings for, like, two t-shirts. Yeah, but then she, like, threw it over my head. And I'm just like, I oh, know. I don't want this disgustingness flying anywhere near my ass. Yeah. But, uh, no, it was still fun. We just kind of hung out uh, for that part and had some drinks mm-hmm. and some food and everything. Mm-hmm. And then the baseball game. How was it? So they were playing the Chicago White Sox, and we got there, and one of Sean's friends was moving to Korea. Ooh, north White, or south? Uh, <laughs> if it was north, you wouldn't know about it, because he'd already be dead, probably. Ah. But I'm, assu- I'm assuming it's South Korea. Okay. He's a white guy moving to South Korea, or moving to Korea, because his wife's Korean. Oh, nice. Okay. And he lived there for a couple years, I guess, okay. to teach, and he met the girl there. She moved oh, back here awesome. with him. 
They got married and now he's moving there with her. Wow. So we met up with some of his friends from Ryerson years and we ended up hanging out in the WestJet flight deck, which is in the outfield, newly renovated. Uh And it was great. Like it was a cool perspective being in the outfield and you don't have to pay to stand in that area. So even though we had 500 seats, Mm -hmm. we were able to stand in that area. Okay. So uh, basically the game sucked. (laughs) I won't get into it because I'm very disappointed with the way it was managed. We lost, I believe, 3-0. Yeah. So whereas the first game we went to, we only had three hits and like two runs. This game we had uh, no runs. Oh, no. Maybe three hits. But I felt bad because I stayed at work till like the game was done essentially. And because I hadn't heard from you, I thought it was like the best game ever. Right. And so I texted you at about like 10.15 being like, hey, uh, I'm about to take an Uber if you want me to wait for you guys. Then I was like... The game wasn't even done yet, and no. I think everybody was leaving at that point. Yeah, they were getting rocked. So, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it was fun to go to the game, but the game itself was not very good. But I was entertained because after the game, um, people were taking pictures together, and I saw all these drunk white people, yeah. and there's especially this drunk white chick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and go to facebook.com slash live at 605. I'll post the video again. There's this ledge area. It's kind of like a ramp. It's like a skateboard ramp. It's like a skateboard ramp. It's pretty... Um, high. High. And this girl just kept trying to... She was wasted. Kept kept trying to run up it and stay up there, but she kept sliding down. And she did it over and over again. Nobody Everyone, stopped her? No, they were, they were like egging her on to do like it. Like cops-wise. No, but there were cops in that area, which I was hoping she would get... So ridiculous. Meanwhile, I'm get, we're getting stopped by the man not being able to drive her exactly. car to a destination. NWA. NWA. So that made me laugh. And then we took the subway home, got off at our subway stop. And as I'm walking down the platform, by this time it's almost 11 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Lots of people got off, but there's one guy walking towards all of us. Yeah. This round, kind of chubby, weird-looking guy. Okay. And as an older woman walked by him, he blew in her face like... Yeah, and she like was spit? not spit, but like, yeah, like blew in her face, and she was like, oh, like startled, and the guy all of a sudden just had like this very whimsical laugh afterwards, like, <laughs> yeah, and can I, I want to tell you who he reminded me of because it wasn't yeah. obviously it wasn't him, and people who you've used to work with will can have a good visual as well. Okay, he reminded me of a guy named Hartley you used to work with. <laughs> He looked just he like him. He do something like that. So too. if anyone used to work with you and they knew that guy, that's what he looked like. Mm-hmm. But the other thing was, so he blew in this person's face. Mm-hmm. And this was probably about 10, 12 feet away from me. There was another guy walking in front of me. Okay. And I just see him turn to this girl and go, if that fucking guy does it to me, I'm doing this. Oh, my God. And I'm fucking punching another guy Can out. To- home He's like, I'm punching again. another guy out tonight. I was like, whoa. Please don't walk home anymore. I did. I took the subway. I know, but from the subway. I know. So I just thought that was uh, interesting. But I wish I recorded the guy laughing because it was honestly like he was a fairy in like Peter Pan so land. creepy though. Oh, it's super creepy. But at least he didn't expose his junk. Ugh. It could be worse. Yeah. So that was that was Wednesday, mm-hmm. I believe, which was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And then why don't we talk about what happened Thursday? Thursday. Seven years in the making. Seven years in the making was John and my seven year anniversary mm-hmm. we are not much for big like anniversary like people no. we, but know we always we celebrate feel. a year we always yeah. celebrate the new year exactly <laughs> and it's you know sometimes this is the other thing people go on facebook and they're like oh my loving 
boyfriend went out and bought me six dozen roses because it's the third yeah. Tuesday of February. Yeah. And oh, what a great man. You know what? Yeah. If you're posting that, he's probably not a great man. <laughs> he probably did something crazy. But it's the one time of the year where I, I like, because I'm like, oh, seven years, that's pretty fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I write to write, I don't write something sappy. Yeah. But I still want to be like, I'm doing cool shit with a cool person. Yeah. So I'm going to gloat about it on Facebook. <laughs> I wrote, I think my status was like, Throwback Thursday to seven years ago mm-hmm. when Val and I went to the Sounds concert together. Yeah. And then I wrote, I didn't write it as a hashtag, but I basically wrote it as a hashtag, which mm-hmm. was common law couples do it better. <laughs> which I thought of and in the shower. And you basically enraged every married every friend ma- we have. It's like, I'm clearly joking. Yeah, I know you're joking. Because but... if you love the person, who cares if you're yeah, married, exactly. separated, doesn't exactly. matter. Exactly. So but that just made me laugh. Stuff. And that one got like 30 likes. Which is bananas. Good for you. Which is what I should be getting on Insta. Right? But um, what should we call it? It was really nice because even though like I think after a certain amount of time, like both John and my past relationships, probably not the longest. So this would definitely be the longest relationship I've ever had. Oh, yeah. Um, By like years, right? Um, But I think it's really cool because... Um, our first date, as we mentioned, if you go back and listen to Relationships Part 1 through three. 3 on the podcast Season 1, our first date was in Little Italy at Cafe Diplomatico, and we went to see the sounds at the Mod Club. Yeah, and you had a great idea to go back to that exact area. Yeah, and so, like, for six years, we haven't gone, like, for our anniversary, we haven't gone back. Um, but I was saying, like, oh, why don't we go and do dinner in that area and see if there's another concert happening in the city. However, like, nobody except, like, Headley was playing in the city on Thursday. So we're like, why don't we... There wasn't even a baseball game to go to. There wasn't a baseball game. There was nothing. I was looking for even, like, like musicals to go to. Yeah. And so I couldn't find anything that felt, like, very John and Val. So we just ended up picking a restaurant. We ended up going to Sidecar, yep. which is in Little Italy. It was this really cute restaurant. I feel like I heard about it. Um, like had good reviews from work friends. Um, well, even on the way there, we had another like adventures and Uber riding. Oh my god! Yeah. So this guy was pretty nice. Yeah. But we like convinced him to sign up for a zip car. Exactly. No, his wife. His wife for a zip car. Because he got kept getting ripped by um, insurance things. Yeah. Because here's the thing: if you live in a big city, all you really need in life is Ubers and zip cars. Exactly. It's like no new friends and no new modes Cars. of transportation. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I thought it was really cool. So we go to this restaurant. We're talking whatever, and we're out at basically the intersection that be, like essentially culminated John and my's relationship, where it could have gone either way post the sounds concert. Right. It's like yes, we have really good chemistry. This is gonna work, or eh, we don't want to risk our friendship. This will not work. Right. And so it kind of like we both started while we walked home for a bit started thinking about those sliding door moments. And for that reference, it's the movie with Gwyneth Paltrow, which I equate as being one of her only good movies, where she jumps on the subway and one thing happens in her life, but if she didn't catch that subway, what happened in her life? Exactly. And so John and I are just saying, like, you had some situations, I had some situations. Yeah. And then what would life look like now for us if we weren't dating? Yeah. No, it's crazy to think, like, if... um it could be little things like if my aunt next door in mm-hmm. Toronto didn't have, if the neighbor didn't have a room for rent yeah. and I didn't come there and then my other neighbor on my other aunt's side didn't work as a creative director mm-hmm. at uh, Chum, I never would have gotten a chance to be interviewed there. I never would have thought about certain job mm-hmm. paths, which would have led to me meeting you. So mm-hmm. it's like relationships, careers would have been different. Totally. But it's also like if um, 
if I didn't like rap music and doing hip hop karaoke, you never would have came out. I would never come to that. And shit like that. So, like, for me, it would have been like, I had this huge stigma with working at a multi ethnic broadcaster. And when my dad found me the job posting, and I put up such a huge fight to, like, apply for that job, that was my first job. Not my first job. That was, like, um, the first gig I had at Rogers. Right. And so, had I not taken that gig, and Chum never merged with exactly, Rogers, yeah. you and I would have never probably met. Yeah, all these little things. And so it's kind of crazy, though, because I said to you, I was like, if we weren't dating right now, yeah. I probably would either still be living in Toronto, yeah. but not probably working where I am now. I'd probably be in business more than likely, because the guy I was dating before you wanted me to go so badly into, like, investment banking or something okay and i felt pressured to do that did route. you want to do investment no bank? not at all why I the just fuck would you com- do something that someone else wants you to do because people are silly that's why you're not with them exactly and yeah. or i'd probably be living in dc wow mm-hmm. well that would be kind of cool <laughs> <laughs> not with the person no that's true what about you uh i would probably be sitting in a onesie in my bachelor apartment doing Not with that-, that chick that Callie you licked your face. Callie? No, no, no. But, you know, it's definitely things like you... We try to push each other to do different things mm-hmm. and take on new things. So, who knows if I would have done Second City things. I probably never would have gone to New York for a six-week course because, you know, your sister-in-law, Beth, told me about certain courses. So, it's like all these little things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would never know uh, Benjamin, which Aww. would suck and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know what I would be doing. Would I be successful at life? Maybe, maybe not as quick as I did uh, with you at uh, the steering wheel, helping me out with some, sh- <laughs> no. some cool shit. I just think it's really bizarre because seven years is like a third of our life, essentially, yeah. for the most part. And I think it's really crazy to think that. There, there could have been life without us being together. Right. Right? Or, like, Daryl and I had this once when we were saying for Buffer Fest. He was like, whoa, we could have met here. And David also really? said, like, we could have met here if we were in the same location. So what happens if we had, we do have common friends. Right. Right? Like, if I went to, like, an RTA reunion and you went with Sean. Right. Right? We could have met randomly. Right. Something like that. That's, and just not true. know each other. Yeah, it's crazy to think those those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's like I'm happy <laughs> things worked out the way they did. Same here. Even though we go through such craziness mm-hmm. and we have to do all these silly things and and whatever. But no, I wouldn't mm-hmm. trade it for the world. So I'm glad mm-hmm. all these things. I guess, do you believe in like everything happens for a reason? Uh, I believe that. It, hopefully it does because otherwise our lives are a little silly. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but what did you think of the dinner at Sidecar? So I think when we got there, I was like, oh, this looks like a great restaurant, great pick. Someone recommended it to you, right? Mm-hmm. We got in there, and it wasn't too, too busy, and people were nice. They took our jackets, this or that, sat down, um, took our order. <laughs> yeah. And I will say, I'm like, oh, okay, the bread was great, and yeah. then we got our ap- appetizer, which was the shrimp. Tempura. Shrimp tempura, which was really, really good. Mm-hmm. But as we were eating that, it kind of emptied out. Yeah. And we were kind, we were, they were, we were pe- basically the only people there. There were people eating dessert there. Yeah. 
And it was just you and I, and we're, we're okay. We're having fun. We're just having... Yeah, you and I can shoot the shit about anything. We're never that couple who's, like, in silence at a restaurant. But part of me was like, okay, I feel like it is taking a little bit long to get yeah. a... I ordered a steak, and you ordered a chicken. Chicken. And even at one point, the waitress came. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry for the delay. The food will be out soon. Yeah, and I literally, like, John wasn't facing the bar or the kitchen. I was. And I literally saw, like, four waitresses and the owner behind the bar and, like, five people in the kitchen. So what? I was like, if we're the only people here. And I could see, like, flames going in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up. So I was like... I don't understand what is taking so long and why there is a delay. We're the only people here we're who are only. eating mains that it's, aren't ice cream. Like, yeah. this is bizarre. So I was getting ready to write them off. Like, oh, I probably won't come mm-hmm. back here. But then when my steak came and your oh. chicken came, I will say they that shit, was... That shit made up. That was one of the best goddamn chicken and steak combos I have had in a Ever. long time. It was so good. Like, here's a pump. If you guys live in Toronto and want some a really good meal that wasn't even expensive, like, no, we was, ordered a ton of shit. We ordered uh, wine, beer, uh, appetizer, Tizers, steak, steak, and chicken. Yeah. Like, in our bill, I think with tax, came to like 88 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Which is insane. It was delicious. So if you guys want to go check it out, it's at like College in Clinton. Clinton, yeah. I'd highly... Even though it was a little slow that day, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. It was really good. The food was delicious. delicious. Like, and the servers there, they were all really nice people. Like, it was mm-hmm. nothing to write home about, I guess, but they were all pretty nice. Yeah, they were decent. They were decent. But no, it was, it was a lot of fun that night, and uh, it was great. Like, I also like it because it's not like we have to have the pressure of, like, I got to get you a... You need to get me a jewelry. A diamond jewelry a or something. A tennis bracelet. And it's like, I'm not like, you got to get me... The, all the riches in the world. It's like I don't. It's like no, we don't. We don't care about that kind of shit. No. But because it was our anniversary, now we're going to a baseball game tomorrow. Yeah, and they got you all these juice. Oh my god, you got me all like my favorite snacks and candies in the world, <laughs> which is better than any exactly like riches I could get or anything like cool like that. <laughs> so I thought that was that was a lot of fun that night. I thought it was a great night, and then Friday I basically passed out at seven thirty. Yeah, you didn't even have band practice this week. No, right? I didn't. I actually miss not having band. I actually miss not having band practice because for about five weeks straight, we've been playing so consistently yeah. that I felt like a piece of me died a little bit. Well, yeah, it's it's under it's it's one of your favorite things to do right now, and your band's fucking fierce. It is fierce. Got these two to three amazing singers. Yeah. Drummer is <laughs> fucking awesome. Guitarist. Slapping the skin. Guitarist. Fucking lay down that pipe. It's a fucking so, great band. What about the bass player? Bass player is a sexy beast <laughs> who knows what she's doing. She knows how to work the fingers up and down. No! Sorry. So, either way. But yeah, I miss having band practice, but we're back in action this week, which I'm excited about. Well, just so you know, and everyone's getting a heads up, it's May 1st. Mm-hmm. So again, I get Good Guy of the Year Award because come Wednesday, I'm finally taking down the Christmas tree. It's May. Doesn't matter. It's gonna be it's so May. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's so cold outside. It's so cold, but it's May for crying I out loud. I feel like the weather determines how long the tree should stay up. I think the fact that there's no Santa Claus and it's May should dictate that dictate. Dictate. <laughs> What's on my mind? <laughs> Take this dick. I don't know. Dictate. No. <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay, you can say it one more day because of my dictating. Uh, phrase 
What? Let's just move on. I don't know what I'm saying. Okay. I'm delirious Basically, over here. Basically, John's trying to take down my Christmas tree. I'm a Grinch and because I let you keep it up for six months. Let me. All right. Bitch, please. Bitch, please. <laughs> All right. Well, um, two more things I want to talk about. One thing real quick, and then um, let's start with this. I want to end with a little bit of Drake talk. Mm-hmm. We didn't even talk about Saturday. I want to talk about Saturday. What? <laughs> Do you want to do Saturday or Drake talk? You can do Drake. No, I, I forgot about Saturday. So, okay, so do Drake. So, Drake, there's a few things, a few coincidences, mm-hmm. if you want. So, Drake on Friday, this past Friday, dropped his brand new album, originally called Views from the Six. Mm-hmm. So, is it a little uh, curious? Here's a guy who's been promoting. Maybe or peculiar would be the right word. I, that <laughs> is why you are the 50 50 part. It's also curious. No, you would be curious. Yeah, I am curious. About what? About Drake. So, then that's the sentence. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's not what you were saying. It's curious to people out there listening, no, too, what they're going to hear. Oh, people, the right sentence would be people are curious about what you're about to say. Yeah, they are curious. Okay, so the situation. <laughs> situation with Drake is a little bit peculiar. Exactly. Okay. And this is why I'm curious about it. Okay. He dropped his album title from Views from the Six to mm-hmm. just Views. Right. He's competing with another very famous Toronto um, thing that also goes by the Six. 605. <laughs> you telling me this motherfucker's not listening to Live at 605 he doesn't hear us every damn week dropping six references. <laughs> doesn't see me taking his artwork, writing 605 all over it. After it came out. After it came out. <laughs> this guy on his album, yeah. he has a song called Nine. Yes. The chorus goes, turning that six upside down, it's a nine now. Okay. He does not want to compete with us. No, he doesn't. So we're officially, I can officially, you know, we had to go through some lawyers. We had to settle some uh, debts with the guy. Yeah. But it's official, and I respect the man to death. Okay. Drake and I decided, along with you, because we're 50-50 oh, partners, <laughs> you got in. You signed me on this most peculiar case. A very curious case. The three of us got together in a safe room with peculiar. our lawyers. <laughs> Fine, I can't say peculiar. I can't say the word. That's why I'm saying curious. Peculiar. Those aren't even the same word. I don't know how to say the word. <laughs> Okay, Say so it again. Peculiar. Peculiar. Now use it in a sentence. I'm very peculiar. I find this <laughs> case peculiar. <laughs> it's one of those words I always have trouble with. Okay. So Drake officially said he will just drop the six and let us be six gods. <laughs> now having said that, that went much better in my head. What would you think of his goddamn album? <laughs> Don't make fun of me. Hold on. What's so funny? That's so weird. That was ridiculous. Okay. On so many levels. Well. But I will say I do prefer this album. You uh, teased it for me while we were driving to Oaks and stuck with the NWA for fucking years of my life on Jarvis Street today. I actually prefer a lot more content off of this album. He has like, what, 20 tracks? 20 tracks. 20 tracks on it. I probably liked 11 Hard that you played for me. Yeah, the Hard 11. Hard 11. Um, There are some songs, I think it's like, it also depends on like what I'm doing. Yeah. If I was working and had that album in the background, I'd probably be fine. The fact that we were driving, I was like, oh, I'm going to fall asleep. Right, right. Right? There was a lot of, like, ballad-esque slow raps. Yeah, he goes from rap 
to dance hall to like slow jam. Yeah, I'm very much when I drive like to be in the dance hall rave right. kind of capacity. So fair enough. Yeah, yeah, I definitely like the album. I think mm-hmm. it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I like anytime he makes Toronto references. Like yeah. he talks about the TTC. Yeah, he made a reference to my one of my favorite Toronto Raptors, mm-hmm. Jellystone. Oh, okay. Uh, he talks about. Kennedy Road and all these things. So I always just like when he talks about Toronto references. Right. Okay, wait. So I have a, I have a, a small game to play on that note. Okay. If you had to pick one Drake song, what would you pick? Um, Pop Style. Well, Why? No, okay. So mine would be the one with Rihanna still. Okay. Right? If you had to pick a song you listened to the most on Friday, what was it? How do we do Friday? Anything during the day. Oh, what did I listen to most? I listened to DJ Shadow featuring Run the Jewels. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny? I listened to um, Killing in the Name of by the Stir. <laughs> All right, I know how your day went. Okay, if you had to pick one snack you ate on Friday that you liked the best, what was it? Cookies. What kind of cookies? Chocolate chip from Subway. Oh, seriously? What? It's my fr- Monday Subway, Tuesday Salad, Wednesday Subway, Thursday Salad, <laughs> Friday Subway. That's Sunday something. So, okay. What did you like? Um, I would like an old-fashioned donut from Starbucks. Okay. Um, okay. I like the speed round. Speed rounds are great. If you had to eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Pizza. Ooh, from where? Little Caesars. Whoa. What about you? Um, pasta. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. Um, if you had to take out one food in your diet right now, what would it be? Pizza. Little Caesars. <laughs> no, take uh, out of your diet? If I had to take one out of my diet, yeah. it would probably be Subway. Why don't you do it? Because there's nowhere else to go. and I You don't... actually work in a pretty populated area off King Street. Oh, it's like a 10-minute walk. I got to peruse the streets of King Street now to eat healthier? <laughs> you don't have to eat healthier. You just said eat good food. <laughs> oh, no. No, I wouldn't take out Subway. I like Subway. I would get rid of that tomato you hid in my salad yesterday morning. No, I didn't. I didn't hide <laughs> it. Don't be mean to me. It's... So, I tried to... <laughs> don't be mean Busted. to me. I know when you eat things slow, you think they're peculiar. No, I like the sub, the sandwich. Mm-hmm. I just I knew there was a salad. There was a tomato in it. Because I bit into it and I saw it. But it was so thin. Yeah, I know, but I still saw it. Did it taste okay? Yeah, it was fine. <sighs> so I was like <laughs> craving Friday night. I was like, yo, when I wake up on Saturday morning at 1, I'm going to make us BLT sandwiches yeah. for breakfast. And so wasn't I so nice? There was only three slices of bread left. So I gave you two slices, and What'd I you gave do? myself one. I didn't know that. Oh, no, I broke my Apple Watch. Shit. Pause. Whoa. Ne- next. Oh, that's, I didn't know you only had three pieces of bread. Yeah. So, of course, I gave you more. But then I wanted to make your sandwich a little bit healthier. Yeah. So I put the thinnest, smallest no. piece of tomato in your BLT yeah, sandwich. Yeah, I appreciate that. It just made me laugh. I appreciate that you do this. It's like things. when I tell you that quinoa is just wild black rice. Yeah, it's like that time you tried to put... Uh, the only time I got not upset, but I was like, oh, I'm not fucking with these, are the um, olives. But I didn't lie to you about that. I just put them in you there. You just never told me. I just never told you. Yeah, I didn't eat them. I don't them. fucking tell you. Guy, you may carry the milk, but I make five meals a week for you. <laughs> if I had air horns right now, they would go in right there. What is the Air horns? Air horns. Isn't that the thing that goes... No, the Tim and Sid air horns. Oh, what is that? Hold on. Do you remember what you said? Yeah, I said... Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Hold on, let me just cue it up. What? Okay. The air horns. Okay. Uh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> okay. I said, you may carry the milk, but I cook five meals a week for you. Five weeks. <laughs> That's not even the right one. Um, damn it. Yeah. Well, that didn't go as, uh, okay, wait, wait, no, now, now I got it. Okay, so take three. You may carry the milk, boy, but I cook the meals five days a week. <laughs> air horn. They have a funny one where it's, uh, is it this, like, the guess who air horn? This one. I hate these things so much. When I come home and you listen to this shit, I am, like, literally wanting to gouge nails into my heart. It's funny. They're so abrasive. <laughs> I know, but it means you said something funny or witty or something. <laughs> the hell were we talking about? Uh, Saturday. Okay. So, <laughs> Saturday was awesome. Saturday. 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 Huh. Um, so, Saturday, I slept till like, 1, mm. essentially. And then we ate our BLT sans tomato. And then I was like, yo, why don't we take... The streetcar and go all the way to like Queen West and work our way back um, from shopping because I want to go like get some new like summer shirts and shoes and stuff. And so we ended up going all the way down to basically Ossington yeah. on at Queen and we went to like Gravity Pope and like dicked our way back from there, which is an awesome shoe store in Toronto. Walked all the way back to like Beverly Street and then we're like, oh, we're too tired. It's so late. Let's yeah. just take an Uber home. Um, and so I had, like, so much fun because it was, like, really was nice great. outside. It was super sunny. Um, we just, like, dicked around the city. We did some shopping, which was awesome. I had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. And so then it was in that weird, awkward place, though, because we knew we still had to go out later for yeah. Miranda's birthday, which was awesome. And our friend um, for dinner, we had to yeah. meet one of our friends. Yeah. But um, what you call it, we ended up being like, do we need to eat dinner? Should right. we not eat dinner, right? And so we're like, okay, now we are going out for dinner, so we obviously bypassed that. Yeah. But then at about 9.30, the plan changed to go to this bar called Disgraceland, yeah. which I've never been to, but Brandon actually knew it today. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like, that's a board game um, bar on Oh, Wall I didn't know it was a board game. I didn't know it was a board game bar. Um, but I'd never been there, but I thought it was, like, pretty cool. Yeah, pretty I don't know, I liked priced. it a lot. Good mood lighting, good beer selection, and... But they had good music. I couldn't tell what the music was. Uh, I think there was a couple songs I liked. So then it had to have been Dees, at yeah. least. But um, we were all, like, chilling at the bar, and it was awesome. Like, Chris, Becca, Lil, Richard, um, Marta, Miranda, obviously it was her birthday, and Isaac were there. And so the one thing that terrified me, I was so nervous, our watches were going to get dunked in beer. Yeah, everyone was fascinated by being able to take your heart rate. Yeah, I know. And it was funny. So, like, my heart rate was really high that night for whatever for reason. For whatever reason. But Chris said he could control and drop his heart. And it would drop and go it'd go from, like, 65 to 82 yeah. to, like, 73 to, like... I know. But at one point, yours was, like, 100 or something. Yeah, I think it's because I saw it kept getting passed over different drinks. And I, I saw know. people putting them on. I, I was, like, losing my fall. shit. Because I, I would never want to be, like... One of those people, like, if it got damaged, you're buying a new one. Yeah. But maybe for mine, I could take a miss. But for yours, I was like, oh, my God. Right. Please do not drop it in beers. I was, like, literally, like, casually pushing the beers out of the way. But it just made me laugh because 
there's certain days I know when like I'm so stressed out my heart rate has never been like like it doesn't go below 90 oh my god <laughs> I know can we so, get you to just take a chill pill so it just made me laugh when Chris is like I can drop my heart rate I'm like how do you do that yeah yeah <laughs> so that was a lot of fun but from there we're like okay let's take this shit dancing yeah so we went to this place called the piston yeah on Bloor Street as well as like basically like right next door um, which was awesome. It was like a regular bar, yeah. but it felt like a bit more like a more mature dance cave. Yeah. So for those of you guys who don't know, in Toronto, there's this like concert venue called Lee's Palace. It's pretty iconic. A lot of bands play there, but above it is this other club called Dance Cave, and it basically caters to like a 21-year-old alternative Emo crowd, music. which I used to like, much like the Maddie, go to to dance every Friday and Saturday night. Right. Um... And so it was awesome because if you were jumping on the dance floor, you basically felt like you would cave into Lee's Palace. Jesus. So we went to the more mature, 30-year-old version of Lee's Palace, a.k.a. the Piston. And it was a lot of fun. I I thought the music was great. There was only one lull, I felt like, when they switched DJs. Yeah, it was some girl's birthday, so I think they made her the DJ for a few songs. And she wasn't very good. Like, she kept making mistakes. No. And... Just the original DJ had all these, he had like uh, Common People by, was that Pulp? Yeah. Came on and then it'd be like Blur, Blur to Gorilla Yeah. To like Franz Ferdinand, yeah, Block Smith, Party. Block like, Party. All this like great alternative dance yeah. music. The one thing though, and I will say this, is like 21st century DJs are not the same because it's that same old tale where it's like... There, there's no song mixing. It's like, we're going to play you the full right. song into this other song. Right. Right? I don't know if that was always the case. Like, he felt like he was fading some songs. Yeah. Or he cut some song short. But it would be like, okay, we're listening to Common People. And it'd be the whole song of Common People. Then there'd be like that one second of no music. Right. Whereas right. it's not like a consistent stream. Yeah, I know what you're saying. But the other... Sorry. No, I was just going to say, the one thing that bugged me the most... I've talked about this when we went to go see the Naked and the Famous concert. Sick and tired of dudes when they're walking by me, putting the hand on, on the small of my back. <laughs> or, like, grabbing both my shoulders and, like, pushing me out of the way. Or just, like, grabbing my stomach. Yeah! That people... All Are these, you sure it wasn't me grabbing your stomach? No, because you were grabbing my ass on the dance floor. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> no, but it's, like, all these dudes to try and get past you. I'm like, just say excuse me, put your hands in the air, wave them like you don't care, and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> right. Don't grab John, the small... Are you getting too old for the piston? No, but why does a guy have to w- grab the small of my back to move to move me? He's a 2016 lad. Oy vey. Right. I also just thought, so, like, I got taken out on my hand oh, by yeah, somebody. Oh, yeah, we have to ice you. I know. So I injured my hand on something. But I remember actually saying, ah, in the club when it happened. And I think I told you. You did. I remember that. that I'm like, oh, I think I hurt my hand. And then all day today, I was like, wow, I'm in such pain. Um, And so that was crazy. But it was so hot. Yeah, and, like, it got hot. To the point where I actually had to take my tank top off off in the yeah. bathroom and put on just like one shirt that i was wearing hey hey um but it, there was like no ventilation so when we got outside i was like <gasps> yeah like all the air i could possibly intake right For there sure. um but one funny thing happened outside and i realized what a big kind of like a bitch move i had what Dad, did you hear those people go up to that girl go up to richard and allen and be like i guess 
twins. Yeah. Right? Okay, so Richard and Alan are dear friends of the podcast. They're Lillian's uh, baby brothers. And we're all, like, shooting the shit, just, like, regular hangout. And out of nowhere, this one girl comes over, and she's like, excuse me. I don't even know if she said excuse me. She's like... No, she just She's said. like, are you guys twins? Yeah. And then they're both like, yeah. <laughs> right? And she's like, oh, my God, I told you, I told you. And so, like, they're identical twins. I've known them for, like, 16 years yeah. at this point. they're To me, they're really easy to tell apart. Uh, me too. You could totally tell them apart. And But I guess it's, like, people who don't know them are like, oh, my God, oh, my God. So then it was, like, she was st- staring at them as if to, like, to make them do something to, like, start talking at right. the same time or, like. So I was just, like, and this was kind of bitchy. I was, like, okay, guys, now do that thing you guys do simultaneously together. <laughs> yeah. Right? And then she kind of, like, walked off. And I was, oh, like, she okay. Should. Well, I was just, like, stop, like, a, like exploiting so stupid, my friends. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Um, but then, yeah, we just, like, jumped into a cab at, like, 2 in the morning and called it quits. Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. It was another great, great week here. Um, should we tell everyone before we end this thing, what, where are we going to be in exactly one week? Oh, my God, Bahamas. This time next week, we'll, we will be on the plane getting ready to land. I think, you know, we'll be in Bahamas no, we'll this be time. In Bahamas. Yeah, we'll be in Bahamas this time next week. Yeah. So I'm fucking stoked for that. I know. We're going to lay on the beach, smoke cigars, do a podcast, go to a water park. And just like chill the fuck out. So you guys are in luck. You're going to be, hopefully, the next week's podcast, I'm going to have to post it while we're in Bahamas. Mm -hmm. But the very, so there's only two episodes left after this episode. The finale will be recorded in beautiful Nassau, Bahama. Mm -hmm. So I think that's pretty cool that we get to end the season on a destination. Which is awesome. Yeah. That's also the same week as one Mr. John we'll Mallon's we'll birthday. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. But this week we have a lot of fun stuff coming up too. We have two baseball games. Yeah, I got. I'm take, we're going to a baseball game tomorrow. I'm going with a bunch of work friends on, on Thursday. Thursday. And we have jamming on Wednesday. Tree taken down Wednesdays. No! Tuesday, let's just stay home. Thank God. And I think the weekend we have a party, but I can't remember what it is. I'll just tell them we're leaving for vacation. So, I'm sure they don't um, listen to this. But it, that was, it's been a fun-ass week. Yeah, so why don't we end this with the band of the week? Ooh. So because I want to step up my musical game and get Pops Mallon, because if he thinks Go. this is a two-thumb-up podcast. Yeah. So he like he's a guy coming from the 70s. He introduced me to a lot of dance music. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, we were watching The Voice, mm-hmm. and the one guy did the Doobie Brothers. Yeah. And it just, I'm like, okay, I didn't like the guy's rendition, because he kind of like R&B'd it up. Yeah, yeah, I guess. yeah. So, uh, I love the Doobie Brothers. They're not the band of the week, but this is just a funny, quick story. Mm-hmm. The Doobie Brothers, Brothers are great, 70s rock, and there's lots of, I remember car trips uh, with my dad of him playing the Doobie Brothers. Mm-hmm. And so it just makes me laugh because you're like, oh, I don't really know Doobie Brothers. And then I played you a couple of their songs. You're like, oh, I love these songs. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, let me play the Michael McDonald version no! of Doobie Brothers. Whoa. And I'm like, I didn't realize you hated Michael McDonald he so much. He has the worst voice. Well, there was something no. happened on Saturday. No, he has the worst voice ever. What a fool believes. No. no, worst voice ever. Everything he does with that band drives me nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <What are you laughs> I don't know what the lyrics are, but he has that one song. It's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I have like haunting memories of it being in my parents' house. And anyone who grew up in the eighties or like their their house, their family house was built in the eighties, yeah. has have that like central radio that goes through their whole house. 
right? And so uh, we had yeah. it from our kitchen and it went everywhere. But my mom, because she worked from home, would always keep it on CHFI, FM 98. <laughs> yeah. And it played, like, the most, like, mind-numbing adult contemporary music. And Michael McDonald and that fucking song will play all the time. So I was like, hey, all <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. I do. I'm trying to think of what the song is. <laughs> 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 this is a... <laughs> I love this song. So bad. <laughs> it's just crazy to think that Doobie Brothers ended with this. Yeah. But they started with songs like um They started with songs like um like this song. Like, How great is this guy's voice? Ready? Yeah, I think. And from that into this last one. No! <laughs> Taking it to no. the street. You know what it sounds like? Okay, you know me. I'm trying really. I, I'm not Hold disgusting. On. No, you know what he sounds like? What's that? And I don't, like, I can only imagine. It's like, if he's in his normal voice, it's like he'll sing, like, regularly. And then it sounds like he's literally taking a clamp and clamping his junk so hard to be like, Hey, guys. Right? Unclamps. Normal voice. Then he goes into this weird falsetto. Clamping his junk, dude. Clamping his junk, There's Michael a fu- McDonald. Funny scene in the forty-year-old version. You know they work in like uh, like a Best Buy type place. Yeah. And then they have like the fifty TV set up, and they have the same DVD music DVD playing over and over. It's yeah. Michael McDonald live, and Paul Rudd just like I'm gonna fucking lose my mind. If that I is s- how I feel. I'll me see, and Paul Rudd. I'll see if I can post like a clip of that on the Facebook page. <laughs> that reminds me of you. It's the exact same. Is he thing. dead? No, he's still kicking. Oh, God. I love Michael McDonald. I like both versions of the Doobie Brothers. He sounds like, to me, like a fucking poor man's version of Barry Gibb. (laughs) (laughs) I can see that. Right? It's like, in my head, he has the same, like, long mushroom cut, but then, like, horse teeth. He has, like, he's all white. He's, like, white beard. Like Barry Gibb. (laughs) (laughs) No, but, like, white hair. Like Colonel Sanders. Yeah, exactly. And the longer beard and longer hair. Any, like anyways, the point of the story was my dad also likes dancey music. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, my dad, I think, prefers obviously older Doobie Brothers. Yeah. But my mom would like the Michael McDonald. Do- I like both. Okay. I am a product of my environment, Palm. What? Palm, product of my environment. P-O-M-E. It's a Jim oh. Jones album. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. the, the band of the week, I've made them before, but their new EP just came out and it's fucking fierce. It's Holy Ghost. You do like using fierce. You yeah. call Becca fierce. Her voice is fucking fierce. Right, and you call Holy Ghost fierce. They're fierce. Your outfit is fierce. Is it? <laughs> you call Beyonce Sasha fierce. <laughs> <laughs> so. Fucking testicles are fierce. Holy Ghost new EP is called Crime Cuts. And they have a song called... Not cold Cuts? That'd be sick. 
such a great name of an album. Keep Cold going. Cuts? Yeah. Maybe if your name was like Lunchbox Jones. No, see, because then it's like, anyways, keep going. No, no, keep going. No, I'm done. So, Cut Cop. I keep calling them Cut Cop because their album's called Cut. Cold Cuts. <sighs> now I'm all riled up again. <laughs> Holy Ghost, their song's called Footsteps. It's dance music. It's fucking great. It's yes. fierce. Makes you want to dance. Makes you want to listen to the music like a Michael McDonald and the Doobie Brothers. So, <laughs> without further ado, let's get into the song of the week by the band of the week. It's Footsteps by Holy Ghost. Awesome! All the ways to get in contact with their asses, facebook.com slash live605 for pictures, memes, videos, and Drake doesn't get to say six anymore because we own it. Uh, Twitter.com slash Malencamp. Also on the Instagrams. Yes, and if you want to get in, con- get in contact <laughs> with me in a much more logical phrasing, yes. it is Val Gomez 23 on Instagram and Twitter. Use it in a sentence properly. What Drake is doing is very peculiar to me. Oh, almost <laughs> I know what it means, I just don't like saying it. Oh, okay, so you choose the wrong word instead. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you fiercely Next, woven. if you guys are listening us and download us on iTunes. Drop us a comment because every comment I'm looking at you three uh, pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. So until next week, I'm your boy John. I am your podcaster, Val. Be Let's go, Bahamas. Yes.